2: Conair Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you.
0: We all know how important it is to get a good night's sleep. I know that if I don't sleep for eight hours a night, I am not as sharp. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long. Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort
4: So we heard what's going on. You've been back now for weeks. I feel like I've not heard a thing about okay, your dating so this is or what like happened. apps or well, what. Well, did what's... we
0: talk about? We talked about the guy that sent me the dildo, right?
4: Yes, we did talk about him.
0: Okay, so on the podcast,
4: yeah, I think we've talked about it everywhere, basically.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, so that was happening. I went to Whistler. Then something. I had some action in Whistler. A you little know what? Bit. Just
4: just to let me do a quick recap. You dated this guy. You met him on Raya.
0: Raya, you, right? Yeah. He web- seemed he
4: seemed like a great guy. Like a couple of your friends met him. I met him. He seemed really cool. Yeah. You leave for a few months, you go to Whistler, he sends you a dildo. It's like this gift, he was setting it it up. He
0: was trying to be funny. I didn't think that was funny at all. It it icked me out and I couldn't talk to him Mm -hmm. again after he sent that dildo. I just thought, what is this? Anyway, so I threw the dildo right in the trash. And then I hooked up with someone in Whistler, Mm -hmm. thanks to a friend of mine. I had a little penetration there a few times. So that was good. But yeah, since I've been back
4: been kind of dry it's yeah been a yeah well dry spell. let's well, not use the adjective dry that's pretty f- gross referring if, to you yes
0: but i am back on raya so i'll just okay. have to make some connections like basically what happens on raya is they've opened their dating pool you can tell by the selection mm-hmm. a b i like raya because it yields very nice results yeah Like, this isn't an an ad for Raya, but... But it could be. Well, it could be, but it's not. But I've definitely gotten a lot of, like, for every time I've used Raya, whether it's New York, London, or L.A., Mm -hmm. not usually L.A., only this last time, COVID, because I was so
4: desperate, right. Right.
0: It's yielded very good results. Mm-hmm. Men that I'm like, oh, I can have sex with this guy. Not men that I'm like, ugh, God, gross. Like, like
4: quality in terms of characteristics, yeah, how they like, look. Yeah, just like what legitimate,
0: like decent people. You're okay. not dealing with any weirdos. I've had a couple. So
4: it's like the lift of dating apps. Like Uber is kind of for everybody. Lyft seems to curate a little bit. Better yeah, selection. okay, so
0: maybe Lyft, yeah. And I interviewed a lot of candidates during COVID. I would come mm-hmm. over, you know, when I had those COVID tests, yep. right? I would just tell them, like, I would have yeah. them come sit down outside. I'd be like, hey, I need you to take a COVID test. I'd, I'd administer the test. Mm-hmm. And then they'd sit like ten feet away from me, and we talk. And the test took like twenty minutes.
4: Yeah, there was an actual piece of medical equipment. Yeah,
0: it's called it was called Q Health, and we bought it so that I could test people. And then I, if I didn't like them, by the end of the thirty minutes, I would just tell the person, "You're positive," <laughs> and to skedaddle. And then they would have to leave the house thinking that uh. they had COVID. And I would assume, like a couple of people, I texted them, I'm, like, "I'm just kidding, you don't have COVID, but I don't want to have sex. I don't need to see you again." One guy though came over to the house. And we were having fun mm-hmm. talking. He was His COVID test was being, you know... Processed. Processed. And I said, so what's been your COVID, like, protocol? Like, just to see what so kind of... So this means res- you
4: were sussing it. You're like, okay, uh, yeah, now I'm I ready was to like, have
0: sex. oh, I can fuck this guy. Like, yeah. I'm definitely into it. You know, yeah. this is for sure. And he was kind of, you know, he was cute. Da, da, da. And then he said, well, I mean, I wear a mask everywhere I go. I don't know why I talk in this dumb voice when I'm imitating men, but... He's like, I wear a mask everywhere I go, but I don't think they work. And I just.
4: That's a boner killer.
0: Well, that was the b- biggest boner killer. I just looked at him and thought, why would you say, why'd you just say that? Like, I was just going to fuck you. Yeah. I was just going to wait for your COVID test to be returned negative, And then I was going to allow penetration. Yeah. And you blew it by saying something like, I don't think masks work. What is the point of saying, uttering a sentence that is so stupid?
4: Because men are stupid.
0: Why don't you take my vagina off of me and walk away with it? I
4: know. Not even under the guise of a date. Like, everyone knew what was going to happen in this scenario. But
0: why would you say that? And he still fucks it up.
4: Because men are dumb. I don't
0: think masks work. Are you a fucking doctor? Are you a medical examiner? Are you? I mean, honestly. No. Who are you to tell me that you don't think masks work?
4: They just always want their opinion heard.
0: Honestly. He should have just kept
4: his mouth shut and then he'd be in a much different situation. Yeah, he would exactly. Have
0: been. We probably we could probably still be together had he not uttered that stupid phrase.
4: Or sent you a dildo.
0: There's a cute one I was I was talking to and he was cute. He looked promising, although he's in New York.
4: Fuck, I know,
0: but I'll go to New York at some point for something.
4: I know. I just if love if sweetheart never
0: lets me out of his sight.
4: Not likely, but I do love when you have a man in your life who you're having sex with regularly. Yeah,
0: when we were, this is a cute story actually. When we were, when I was in Whistler, I talked to you on the phone one morning about something, and I was like, "Oh, by the way, I had sex last night," and he was like. I mean, the shrill in your voice. It was like having just the happiness that you felt for me was Mm -hmm. just so sweet. And I thought, wow, what a sweetheart. You were like, sweetheart got penetration?
4: I just love, I think because I know you have a high standard. And so when you let that happen, it's like great on all fronts. It's like, oh. She got what she needed. She found someone who's probably cool. Like, if you're going to fuck them, they're not a dud, hopefully. Mm
0: -hmm, Right. Um,
4: So it just seems like this is, you know, a great track for you to be on when you're getting regular penetration.
0: I know. I know. Tell me about it. I would like regular penetration because the whole thing about the sex thing is it's just so nice it's not even i've said this to you before but it's not even just like the act of sex it's the whole thing that goes with the act Mm -hmm. of sex it's the flirtation and it's the hand holding and the like body touching and like caressing and all that stuff that is really nice to have between two people so it's a good reminder of like all that fun stuff because it's really just not the sex alone although that's a requirement
4: well and you had a great dynamic with the dildo guy because he knew that when it was a wrap on the sex that he needed to skit out. Like, okay, it's time for me to leave. That was
0: another, but he was good because he knew that he's like, I don't want to overstay my welcome. He wasn't trying to sleep over. Well, I explained to him right away that there wouldn't be sleepovers unless I wanted to sleep at his house or Mm. something like that. But he
4: heard it and he accepted it. Yeah,
0: and he didn't, yes, that was really nice.
4: And then there was the same dildo guy. He had come over for basically a dinner, a dinner interview with your friends, myself and Sophie, And there was, it was so nice to see you in that element because you guys were sitting closely, he was rubbing your leg. It was just, it was a side of you that I hadn't seen because since we've been together, you've never had anyone else. Why would you need to? I know. You have me. Well,
0: it's like, why would I need to ever meet any man except for you?
4: Now this is. I love when we can talk through this because now it's starting to make sense. The reason I love that so much for you is because I know there are certain things I can't give you, like the caressing. Like I'll rub your feet, like if, after we ski, if like you need a foot rub. But like the you know, sensual... who's not going to rub
0: my feet after after we ski.
4: Ben Bruno. <laughs> we went on a ski trip once. <laughs> this was uh, our first sweetheart ski getaway, and it was me, Chelsea, and her trainer Ben Bruno. And It
0: was the beginning of the trip.
4: Yeah, we had all touched down together. So we, it was, very it was exciting. the three of us,
0: but other people were coming but mm-hmm. w- were not there yet.
4: Yeah. And I don't know that you could uh, create a more awkward situation or dynamic <laughs> between three people. <laughs> And in particular, there was one night where we were all, Chelsea and I, you know, we're we're just in tune. We know exactly what each other want, when we want it, and we both knew we just wanted to relax. We had skied, we wanted to watch we a movie. We get stoned, yeah. watch
0: a movie, relax. Order
4: food. Ben Bruno wanted to get in the hot tub. Yeah. And anyone who's anyone with a brain knows you're not getting in a hot tub
0: well, with d- Ben Bruno. <laughs> Well, I'm not getting in a hot tub at all, period. No. Like, I'm not into hot tubs. I don't like heat as much as I prefer other things. So that's already a thing. But yes, so he comes downstairs and he's like, hey, do you guys want to go in the hot tub? And we were watching something interesting.
4: Yeah, we, it, we like we were into it already. Like yeah. it had been a little bit. We had been home, like settled in when we were so fucked up. Like, we were really stoned. <laughs> and he comes out. I can't remember if he was shirtless or, but he was definitely in shorts. He's and it was always like a, in shorts. It was like a little kid. He's like, okay, I'm going to get in the hot tub. Let's go get in the hot tub. And we both look at each other. We're like, what? Are you going to go? I'm not going. Like, I'll sacrifice you, but I'm not going.
0: We both weren't going in the hot tub. We both were like, no, Ben, no one's going in the hot tub. Have fun. And then he came out again and was like, hey, you guys want to get in the hot tub? And I was like, no, we said we're not getting in the hot like, tub. Like, still, no,
4: we're not getting in the hot tub. <laughs> I can't remember what the segue was to this, but there was some foot rubbing situation.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh he asked if I wanted a foot rub. Yeah. And I was like, No. And then you asked, and I was like, sure. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Why? Because I'm not a threat. Yeah, I That's... don't think he's
0: gonna hit on me. Ben would probably argue though that he wasn't hitting on me, he was just being nice, but it felt like he was there was no on expectation
4: me. for sex after that foot rub between you and me.
3: With a straight man,
4: there's still some sort of underlying, like, yes, what could I turn so this back rub into? Of course. And there's nothing, also, more life advice. There's nothing fucking worse than when you really just want a back rub and all your partner wants to do is fuck. <laughs> it's like, sometimes it's just a back rub. Like, sometimes I'm giving you one. I don't, like, I don't want more. There, there needs to be some sort of expectation set with these things.
0: I agree with that. Yeah. You can't just give somebody a back rub and then also ask for one in return. Like, I don't love that. No, no. It's like I'd, if I have to give you a foot, my sister always does that. She's like, "Will you do me. And I'm like, I'll do you first so that I, you're doing me last. Plus, my sister's massages or tickles or whatever she calls them suck. Ugh. So it's like, first of all, no, you don't even deserve one in return for what you're going to do to me yeah. because I've been through these massages before. And it's basically like a leaf is blowing past you, you know, or it's a touching a Yeah, it's not even a caress nobody wants to give a massage after they've just gotten one like tomorrow i'll give you one Mm. today you give me one yeah we need to alternate days right
4: this can't happen
0: but a lot of people do like to exchange services like that i just am not
4: i'm not one of those people i'd rather pay for a massage
0: i me too and then yeah and then i don't have to do anything in return
4: do you remember that massage therapist again on a ski trip that massage therapist that guy that you had that came in and it was like he had (laughs) never done massages before everything about it was very strange you come out of the room and you're just like we got. We either have to move from this location or we have to get him out over the balcony. Like, he I can't see him again. He was
0: so high. This guy Is that came, what it was? Yeah, we were in Park City and he came and he was already really shady looking. Like, he looked like, like he had really long hair. He, he looked very... Very skinny, yeah. like very skinny, right?
4: Like a hippie that you wouldn't want to hang out with.
0: Yeah, and he just looked stoned or like he could have been on something. Mm-hmm. We'll assume it was weed, right? And so when he came in and he was doing all this, like, I was on the table and he was literally like, I could feel like the rush of air swipe by my body from Mm. his hands. But it was almost like he was doing like a seance over my body with his hands. And I was like, sir, this isn't a massage. Like, Like, are you going to touch my actual body? (laughs) And he was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just getting started. And I'm like, is this a joke? Like, is this a because I was on that show, Girls Behaving Badly, that hidden camera show where I did that once where I played a masseuse who never actually touched the person. And so I thought that I thought, is this a joke? And then I thought, what is going on here? But then, of course, I was a little stoned. So I thought, well, maybe, you know, I'm just high. And then, of course, you know, every woman's worst mistake is assuming it's their fault. Anyway, I got up from the table and then I sent Sophie in and she got up from the table and was like, what the fuck was that? And I was like... I told you, I didn't think that was a misuse. She's like, you didn't tell me. I'm like, oh, well, I told Brandon.
4: (laughs) That's one of those experiences that you never, because you can't put it into words, even if it's bad, you have to have someone else experience it to reaffirm what you went through. Well,
0: at the point, like once an hour was finally over, because he was like, do you want 90 minutes? I'm like, no, actually, I want 45 now. Now that you've started. I'd like to
4: get back the last hour if we could. Then
0: for the last like 20 minutes, I couldn't stop thinking about how funny it would be for sophie to be getting this massage and how excited i was for her to be in the same situation i was in so by that point i was like oh no she's gonna get it
4: (laughs) well two very different personality types too so the outcome that we both
0: stayed there and allowed it to happen so the common thread is that women allow stupid shit to go on for some reason i bet a man wouldn't have done that a man would have said what the fuck is this and gotten up and walked out.
4: Have you yeah. ever gotten up?
0: No, I feel too bad for the masseuses. Exactly, I, I've, I I have, I had problems asking for extra strength, like for a few years, because I didn't want to offend the masseuse. Now I know how to stand up for myself in a nice, normal way.
4: Do you ever feel like when you ask for added pressure that they add so much to try and prove a point? Yeah. Definitely. There's, that fucking annoys me. I
0: think that's just a voice in your head. I don't think that they're doing that. On, purpose. on purpose? No. I think that's what we just think because we're paranoid about saying anything in the first place. And then when they up it, we're like, fuck.
4: Yeah, yeah I have a harder time asking for an adjustment. I've gotten up I think and two said or three what? times. I'm just like, I'm just not comfortable. In I'm the middle of go. a happy ending? Yeah. I don't care. There's nothing worse than wanting to relax have so you ever badly so ha- intently. Have
0: you got have intensely? Uh-huh. Have you ever gotten a happy ending during no. massage?
4: I know it does actually happen. I don't know. I think there's signals or there's something you have to do. You have to give them some sort of guidance or insight to what you What about you're opening running.
0: your legs and pointing at your vagina? Is that Just, a like signal? Just like here,
4: insert here.
0: I think I, I once had a friend who told me I worked with her. She told me that she was at one of those resorts in Santa Barbara and that the masseuse would go down on her all the time. And I was like, I remember our whole group was working was when we were on Chelsea Lately, and we were all sitting around a table going, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, hey, if guys are going down on women and during massages, like, why hasn't that not happened to me? Because I would be open to that happening. Would you? Yeah, yes. Okay. Some masseuse just finishing me off before I get up? Of course I'm open to that. I think
4: that that's part of the issue, though, is... I've never had anyone massage me where I w- would want them to finish anything. I don't but
0: them, I don't want them to do any. They, like, there's no kissing. There's just, we're not holding hands. Mm-hmm. We're not even communicating. They just are going to go down on me as a service. Yes.
4: Would it matter to you if it were a man or a woman? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, so if you ever massage Chelsea Actually, you know what? In, in,
0: yes. For your upcoming masseuses, but tell, not for Jaime, though. Jaime's married and is my masseuse here in L.A. But at resorts, if you guys are down with that, so am I.
4: You just need to check that box at the bottom of your intake forms that you would like to be finished.
0: They don't say, they don't put anything Then
4: there. just write it in. Yeah, I Like will. a ballot.
0: Like a ballot for a candidate that's not on the ballot. Oh, that's what I should say the next time I get a massage. Um, before you get started, before you go down on me at the very end, will you just give me like a 10-minute warning?
4: <laughs> yeah, just set it as like the preface of set like this is so the expectation. They, they... <laughs> and just slip it in. Be like, okay, so I like a medium pressure. My lower back's been hurting. And when you go down on me, if we can just not make eye contact—
0: Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. So go to books.com and use promo code Chelsea, C H E L S E A, for 25% off. That's B O U Q S.com, promo code Chelsea. We all know how important it is to get a good night's sleep. I know that if I don't sleep for eight hours a night, I am not as sharp. hi it's Chelsea here if you've noticed that your hair isn't looking as full as it used to Zion health is here to help Zion stands out as the experts in men's and women's hair loss treatments I didn't realize that up to 50% of women struggle with hair loss which is weird because we need to be talking about that more. Zion has treatments for all stages of life, including for hair loss due to menopause or pregnancy. Zion offers medicated and non-medicated solutions that are developed by dermatologists to maximize the growth and density of your hair. Getting a prescription is simple. Their online consultation platform gives you convenient access to personalized treatment plans. Hair loss gets more and more difficult to treat the longer you wait, so seek help with them soon. Visit xyonhealth.com
2: to get started. That's xyonhealth.com. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky, smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at ConairGirlBomb.com or a retailer near you.
4: Should we get into some advice? Yeah. We covered a lot of topics there. was like, we're giving me advice now. Well, let's give some advice to Kirby. He's Kirby? 50- Kirby. He's 53. He writes, Dear Chelsea, my name is Kirby. I'm 53 and have several underlying health issues like insulin dependency, neuropathy in my legs and arms, and many more. But those are the things that make me miserable. Well, this isn't off to a great start. My kids are all adults. My ex-wife was killed in a motorcycle accident in 2019. Three months later, my mother died of terminal leukemia. I'm an alcoholic. I try not drinking, but it doesn't last long, and I go right back to it. I didn't even drink until I was 32 years old. I was always a functioning alcoholic, but in the last year, it's been something I go to daily, nightly, even hourly. Then I just have to stop for a few days. I'm not doing bad. My house is paid for. I have no car payment, but I feel like I'm going to overdo it one time, and my kids will find me dead. I'm not suicidal at all. It never even crosses my mind, but I worry one day my body is going to say, fuck you, Kirby, and it will be over. I just can't stop drinking in excess. It's when I'm by myself, which is often, and I suffer bad for days, and I often isolate myself from everybody, including my kids. I'm drinking now, but I can still gather my thoughts. I don't know what to expect from this. Hopefully, I won't be made fun of. Well, I think we should set up. We're never going to make fun of people with serious issues.
0: no, 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 of course not. No, we're not here for that. Absolutely not. I'll make fun of people that don't have serious issues, but not people that do. I think Kirby has to stop drinking. Kirby, I think you need to stop drinking. And I think you need to, like, I think you need a community. Like, it sounds like you feel very alone. Mm -hmm. And I think you should start by going to AA meetings. Mm -hmm. You probably weren't expecting to hear that. But, like, you really, really need a community of people who understand what you're going through. Because what's happening to you, you're not the only man in the world that feels this way. So you need to be in a situation where you can hear other people talking about their problems and their struggles with alcohol, and that is AA. I
4: completely agree. You I mean, do? this is yeah, this is
0: because you have all the signposts here. Like you're saying you can't control your drinking. You you're excessively drinking. You, your kids are all adults. So, of course, you don't have to focus your attention on them. And your wife passed away in a terrible accident. And then your mother died. Like, I understand that you're feeling very sorry for yourself and that's OK, but you can't feel sorry for yourself. And then on top of that, drown yourself in alcohol. You can feel sorry for yourself and not drink. But you can't do both.
4: Well, and this really speaks to me because my mom and Kirby are about the same age. She had a lot of stuff happen early in life that can really set someone's life plan on a different path. And it's hard to get back to a place where you're operating and functioning at a high level and happily. But it's not too late. So, Kirby, my mom did AA for six months. She did it religiously. I think she was going to like two or three meetings a week. And it that was when we all thought she was back on the right track. And she has since fallen off of the wagon. And it's a process. So you just have to get yourself started. You have to find a group, an AA group. You need to find a sponsor. You need to find something to do in the place of drinking. There are, are small steps you can take to just make yourself feel like you have more control than you do now. And eventually the control will come.
0: I know you're in pain because you have an insulin dependency and it says you have neuropathy in your legs and arms. But like drinking can't be your ameliorant. That's not going to be your pain fixer. You have got to get alcohol out of your
4: repertoire. For someone like this, would you recommend they try cannabis?
0: I would, but I think right now you need to take a like he needs to get his head clear. Mm -hmm. So you're 53 years old. Like that is not old. Not anymore. No, you have a lot of life. You have a lot of life. And don't you want to share that with someone? And don't you want to have more adventures and have more enjoyable times? Like, you can't just be putting a Band-Aid on a Band-Aid on a Band-Aid. So you need to go to AA, I think, and that's where you can start with like, you know, talk therapy because you'll be talking to other people. And the other thing I would suggest if you can afford it or if your healthcare provider can provide it is to get a therapist because you need to really be talking this stuff out. Men hold too much stuff in and then it just leads to this and then it becomes insurmountable and you feel so sorry for yourself. And I don't want you to feel that way.
4: And Kirby, you can also look into there are subsidized therapists, basically in every area or and, online now. Yeah, online therapy. I would recommend looking for one that subsidizes based on your current income, if that if that's an issue, and it may not be. But finding someone that you're comfortable to talk to outside of AA as well to hold you accountable for the things that are affecting you personally that don't have to do with your alcoholism, because that's another thing that I've realized and what I've been going through with my family is that everything is not to do with the alcohol Being incorporated into your life that it's not all the result of that and you're not drinking because of all those things. There's just a lot to unpack in your life. It seems like and having someone there outside of your AA meetings to delve into those things is probably going to be really beneficial to you.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And I think if AA just sounds like so overwhelming to you, there's a reason it does. Because it's your ticket to happiness. And I swear, if you really focus on getting alcohol out of your life, I guarantee you, you will find joy and happiness again. I guarantee you.
4: Kirby, let us know. Keep us posted. We hope you're doing okay.
0: That was a serious one.
4: Well, the people have serious issues. And, know. you know, sadly, this is one of those things that all of these things are compounding on him. So he has health issues. He's had emotional Distress over these last years, and then the pandemic for everyone over the last year—I'm sure has just yeah—that's like a wet blanket magnified. on a wet
0: blanket on a wet blanket. Yeah, I mean ashtray it feels like wet. he's
4: drowning. But I would have never believed it with the AA thing. But after seeing the result of it from either people that I know or my mom specifically, there's a reason that it works. And there's a reason people who stick to it seemingly have a positive outcome. Because if nothing else... And people fall off the wagon all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just People don't realize how easy it is. It's just that one hump you have to get over, which Mm -hmm. is the initial, you know what I mean? It's like going to do what you want to do and then sticking... Like going to the meeting is the hardest thing. And I just wish you would think about your age. Like 53, you could have a whole other life. You could have two more lives. You're a man. You could get married seven more times. This
4: will seem like a blip. You just have to do it. Go to the first one. It's like the first workout class. Once you do the first one, the rest aren't that bad. And you realize... The conditioning that you're going through while you're there, and that you are getting better. So,
0: good luck, Kirby. Maybe I should just have sex with all these people. Maybe that would help. Maybe I mean, we should should guys, you be a sex right? therapist? Well, sex, sex as the therapy. I mean, like
4: there are actual people who have sex with people to not cure, but to. Right. Help alleviate to, some of these. Uh, really? Mm-hmm, yeah. It's a, a thing. A sex therapy. Yeah. There are only so many states, I think, or so many countries <laughs> me, sweetheart. that allow for it. But yeah, there are people that have like severe social anxiety and they'll see a sex therapist to get that intimacy to feel more comfortable around people. Okay.
0: Well, I don't think we should offer that service yet until we find a caller that I think I'm attracted to.
4: Yeah. we'll we'll set that expectation for season two. Okay. Our next submission comes from T. Mr. T? Just... Letter T, uh, 22 out of Vancouver. She writes, oh, this is nice. Hi, Chelsea and Brandon. That's me. I need sex life advice. I'm a girl in my 20s and I'm struggling. My first relationship started when I was beginning high school and it lasted until my first year of university. He was abusive and I experienced intimate partner sexual violence for pretty much the entire time we were together. I'm very sorry to hear that. Fast forward a few years. My new boyfriend is amazing and I'm super attracted to him, but I really struggle to feel the mood for sex. How can I get my libido going? Well, this too is a very serious question, but this is something that I imagine sadly a lot of women deal with and we have T on the phone. T.
0: Hi. Hi, T. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Oh, uh, we're good. We're glad you called. Yeah, thank you. I'm
1: honestly shocked that i I even got a response i was totally not expecting
0: anything oh yeah well we're serious about our quest or or, (laughs) no it's not a quest it's more of a
4: well it's certainly not a journey
0: (laughs) yeah it's not a journey so t are you attracted to your boyfriend now of course yeah you you are Mm -hmm. okay and have you guys had sex yes yeah you just have trouble getting into the mood
1: yeah it's just like I don't know. It's, it's often once it starts, I'm like, okay, yes, I, I am enjoying this. But often when he tries to initiate, I'm kind of just like, eh. it doesn't feel comfortable. And that's not anything with him. I'm 100% comfortable with him. I mean, honestly, it's it's trauma. Like, really, if I think about it, that's what it is.
0: And are you comfortable making the move on him, though? You are comfortable when it starts that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. To a degree. I'm, I'm not super confident in making the move aggressive, not aggressively. That's not the right word, but like, like forward. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it's just like we start kissing or whatever and it kind of moves naturally, I'm good with that. But like making like a statement or like,
0: <laughs> right. You're not coming out of your room, like in a negligee or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm definitely. Neither am I, by the way. <laughs> so I'm with you on that. You've discussed your past relationship with him, right? The abuse. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So he understands, right? Have you totally. voiced this
1: to him? How? You- oh, yeah. He's, he's super, super good with it. And it always is asking me throughout the whole way, like, are you good? Is this okay? Like, he's definitely really good with that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you have to find ways just to turn yourself on internally. Yeah. What I would say right off the bat, but this is a some, this is a perfect example where we need a sex therapist Mm -hmm. or somebody like, you know, a survivor's therapist who can actually speak to this. And we will try and find that person for you. But I would say instinctively off the bat, how long have you been dating your new boyfriend? Like three years. (laughs) Okay. So that's a long time, right? Yeah. And so have these feelings abated during that time where they, did they used to be stronger Yeah. So
1: in the beginning, my thing is that I kind of disassociate during sex. My mind just wanders. And then all of a sudden, I kind of blank out. In the beginning, that's what was happening. And I was like, I'm not enjoying this. So then I kind of started trying to have the conversation with him about like what happened. And that went fine. And then so it kind of progressed. Now it's just kind of like stuck in this little rut.
4: Is there anything that he can do or those moments where you do find yourself with your guard down and you feel more comfortable? Is there not, I I hate to use the word like foreplay, but is there a buildup or a setup that he has been able to do or that you acknowledge and realize like, okay, this is, this is what propels the sexual interaction where I feel comfortable initially.
1: Yeah. I found specifically being at my house in my bed, I find that is more comfortable and I tend to feel better in that space. And then also, I don't know why, but having a shower first seems to work. Like it can kind of just, if we shower together, I don't know why, but it it's comforting there and then it can kind of progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And so when you say you're stuck in a rut, like so things were okay for a while and then this ha- happened or like you said, things used to be a little bit more intense and so they've intensified less, but what do you mean by the rut exactly?
1: We've had discussions where he's, obviously really good about all this but he has expressed you know that he doesn't always feel desired and I don't want him to feel like that because obviously this is a mutual thing where should both be feeling that way so I guess the issue is making him feel that way too and getting confidence in myself and yeah just feeling in the mood to actually initiate that
0: I think the the strongest aphrodisiac is communication right so like that is really you guys seem to have a really good dialogue and he seems to obviously be very careful with what's happened to you and your past so he's obviously very dedicated to making sure that you feel safe so I think yeah. if you say like if you have these conversations and you're like listen I want to give you what you want and I want to be more sexually open but this is like a process that we have to learn how to do together and I want to yeah. be in this with you and I I want to open up more sex like be more free sexually with you because I trust you because I love you, you know, all the right things. Yeah. But I think having a really open dialogue with your partner is going to lead to success quicker than later. Have you had counseling?
1: I've just kind of started again. I went a couple of times and it was kind of towards the beginning and it was just so hard to even get words out about it. So I've just recently started going again, but Yeah, that's obviously I need to do that. That's I know going to help a lot.
0: Yeah, that's going to help a lot. And, you know, we will try and find a sexual therapist that we can we can put you in contact with to help you like somebody who specializes with victims of abuse or that have been in abusive relationships prior. Because I'm sure there's a lot of tricks up somebody's sleeves for what to do. And we do want to help you. But obviously, this isn't my specialty or wheelhouse, sweetheart. Right. Well, it's. but I do think the communication, you know, like I'm sure you guys have an open communication already.
1: Yeah, that's one thing that definitely wasn't so much in the beginning just because I wasn't communicating about it. I wasn't. It's a hard thing to talk about. Right. Of course. But yeah, that's definitely gotten a lot better, especially like even in the last three four months, we've been talking about it a lot more.
0: Yeah. So I would say over communicate during this time, you know, because it yeah. will only bring you closer together. And so he can have a better understanding of where you're coming from and you can start to understand that that is your past. That's not your present. And you'll be able Mm -hmm. to be a little bit more free, hopefully. And in the meantime, we will get us. We'll we'll find somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome.
4: This is a good
0: uh, mission for us to go on on your behalf. So we'll we'll be in touch. Okay. Thank you. All right. Keep smiling, T. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Bye. Keep (sighs) smiling. Keep shining. I know. And there's
4: so much like I see her, sweetie pie, and then I like think of my little sisters, and I'm like the fact that anyone could put someone in that position to feel out of control of their body or that they're owed someone something through their body. Like, it's just, it's so horrible. This is the other thing is I hope that for someone like that, they can get their power back by talking about it to other people going to a support group or helping younger girls who are currently experiencing this. Because I feel like once you put yourself in that position to help someone else, it gives you like a sense of Self again. They're like, okay, whatever was taken from me, I'm helping someone else. Like you get something back internally.
0: Yeah. No, I think you're probably right about that, and it's also it's really hard to talk about sexual abuse, but it's really hard for someone's power to be taken away. It's it's not fair because nobody gets to do that. You know, nobody gets to take somebody else's power away.
4: But I do feel like she, based on the limited information we had, that her boyfriend is probably you know, good guy. He's understanding he's trying to process this with her. And there need to be more men like that, that understand the dynamics of past sex issues that women have gone through and being patient. So,
0: yeah, I agree with that.
4: Her next submission, who is a caller? Her name is Charlotte. She's from Houston. She's 23, a recent college grad. She writes, dear Chelsea, how do I stop feeling so ugly all the time? I can't stop looking in the mirror and thinking about how people I find hot would never find me beautiful. You seem so confident and I want that. Charlotte, are you there?
3: Hi, yes I am. Hi, Hi Charlotte. Charlotte. Hi. You're so cute. <laughs> I know. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, it feels it feels stupid to think about because it's like such a shallow thing to care about and I hate using brain power thinking about it. But I just like spiral sometimes and I spend too much time like looking in the mirror and I just, I can only see the things that are flaws and that I hate about myself. And then I like go on Instagram or whatever, and I'm not just like comparing myself to models or whatever, but I'm looking at like my peers and I'm like, oh, this, I'm not measuring up. And I really struggle with that. And you just seem so confident and like, you don't care. And I admire that a lot. Well, that's bullshit. I do care. I
0: just care more. (laughs) She cares immensely. I do. I care Mm -hmm. immensely, but I care more about also my self-worth than I care about my looks I care a lot Mm -hmm. about my looks, So don't think that I do not (laughs) care, okay? I live in LA, it's impossible not to care. Right. But I know the cycles that bring me down and one of them is trolling through Instagram and looking and comparing yourself to other people. And the other thing is looking in the mirror all the time. Do you know how many times I've been at lunch with somebody and there's like a reflection or glass behind their wall that I'm facing, I'll be sitting across from somebody and there'll be glass or, and I'll be sitting there staring at myself and then I have to realize, oh my God, you're fucking at lunch and you're staring at yourself. <laughs> yeah. Could you be a big, like th- there is no bigger loser than that person, right? So right. you can't be that person. You know, we're not in the business of looking at ourselves in the mirror all day long. That was for when we were little right. girls growing up and we had nothing better to do. So you have to get rid of those habits, A. They're not helpful. You know what I mean? You should limit your time to yeah. Instagram for a few, you know, for whatever's a reasonable amount of time for you. And you should try and get out of the habit of like staying too long in front of the mirror, even if it's in the morning or you're getting ready. You're totally adorable you're pretty yeah you're, you're beautiful vibrant. like you have i don't know what you're talking you're like making a problem where there is none
3: well it's, that's part of the reason i don't want to talk about it is because i feel like it can come off as like fishing for compliments and then people are like oh what are you talking about but i feel like it's like a deeper issue than that i mean i appreciate it thank you i just
4: it's uncomfortable to hear when we're telling you i'm sure like there, <laughs> yeah. there are there are these things that when people are doing it's like it's so hard to see yourself the way someone else sees you. And so then when you're going through it, it's like you don't want to vocalize it because you know someone would kill to look like you.
3: Yeah, it's just a strange.
4: But and it's okay. It's okay to acknowledge it, but you also have to accept it that we can never look like someone else. So comparing yourself to someone is a dead end. Like you're never yeah. going to fulfill yourself that way. So you have to look at what else you're contributing to society as a person. Like maybe you have a killer sense of humor. There's so much more to you than your looks and you already have great looks. So. But it's also
0: all, it's also like, you think I exude confidence, okay? Like right. I am very confident about myself and I think like you have to really focus on what your where your confidence is coming from, right? Where are you getting your confidence from? From your job, from your family, from your friends? Right. Where is it coming from?
3: I mean, I guess my friends, like my friends are you know, they're the people that hype me up the most and they're like the most important thing to me. So uh-huh. and those what, are the people I care about. Right, right. But you don't have to care. That's not your confidence though.
0: Where are you getting your self-esteem from? Like you could get self-esteem from some of your friends, but like w- where's your self-worth coming from? You know, how do you think about yourself?
3: I guess my personality. Like that's what I think I bring to the table when I meet people. And that's what I think I bring to the table when I am out and about. Right. And that's, well, that's plenty.
0: I mean, your personality alone, like if you know you're adding to the mix when you show up somewhere or that like your friend group is going to have more fun once you get there, like that's a lot to be confident about.
4: Do you know what the fucking worst thing in the world is, is going to like a dinner or happy hour With people who are beautiful, but fucking duds. And that's all that's all of L.A. You'll go and this, like I do it to myself all the time. You'll show up and there's this like beautiful gay guy sitting next to me. And I'm like, what I would I would fucking kill to look like you. But he doesn't have a thing to say. He's not cracking one joke. He's contributing nothing. Why is that an issue? Because everything that we use to measure ourselves right now is based on a photo online. So we can't tell what sort of personality someone has you know what? Start a TikTok. You'll probably fucking shine there because it's a video where someone can see your personality.
3: I know that that's true because my friends, we call it like hot girl syndrome because if you grew up beautiful, if you were always like a pretty person, if you were never bullied in middle school, you never had to like develop a personality to fight your way through it. And they like get away with things that normal people can't. Like we'll be at the bar and we'll be like, can we please come in? And they'll be like, no. And then our beautiful friend will be like, hi, can me and my seven friends come in? And they're like, of course, please come in. Like, we'll roll out the red carpet. And it's just... I don't know. Like it's But you should see that for what it is, right?
0: Like so that's her advantage in life, right? So she gets to get yeah. all of her girlfriends into a bar and that's her advantage. Your advantage may not be that, but you've still got something that she doesn't have and it's not all about that. You know what I mean? Right. Like it really isn't. Everybody who's like so hung up on how beautiful they are or how they can be more beautiful. Guess what? Unless you're willing to get plastic surgery, you're not going to be able to change your face, you know? <laughs> yeah. If you want to look like a Kardashian, yeah. you could surgically look like that, but like I think confidence comes from a lot more than just the way you look so you should dig into the reasons or circumstances where you do feel confident and remember what those were about yeah you know I don't know
3: I do feel like it's challenging because I do like I think it is different for women than it is for men and I think that no
0: fucking shit yeah
3: (laughs) and I I mean it is I feel like it's so obvious that like your looks as a woman impact your time in, in business, in relationships. Like it just, that's just the way it is. And I wish it wasn't that way. I wish it was all personality, but like the way you look does matter so much. And I'm, I mean, you obviously know that living in LA, but like, I think that's another reason where when people are like, Oh, just get over it or you're pretty enough. And then it's like, well, but it does matter because it's so clear, like in everyday life that pretty people get treated even better. Yeah. But you're still arguing about something
0: that you can't change. Right. Yeah. I mean, you are the way you are. You're I mean, which again
4: is like you are a beautiful, which is pretty. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: you are the way that you are. So like it's like you're saying like, okay, so it's like me sitting here going, God, I wish I had more money, more money, more money, more money. Look at that person. Look at that person. I want more money. I want more money. I want more money. It's like. Well, no, that's not a good example because if I really wanted the money, I would go after – you know what I mean?
4: Well, yeah, okay, what kind but, of but, example
0: but, am I making that, like
4: – Everyone has something else and that it's yeah. not always obtainable. So, yeah, maybe the money thing for you would be accessible, but maybe there's a role that you wanted or a show or something that you couldn't get. That does not diminish what you do have. Right. That, so
0: that, that very, very kind of, like – corny saying of not focusing like don't focus on what you don't have focus on what you do have is actually very meaningful to me I always do that whenever I get in any sort of negative rut I'm like just focus on what you have and what you can offer and who you are why are you different than everyone which you are you know what I mean you're Mm -hmm. a unique person so uh, yeah our self-worth is like it's it's almost like you're allowing it to be dictated to you right? You're allowing the men in charge to tell you that this girl is prettier because you see her on your feet or this girl's prettier or that girl's prettier. You're running a race that you can't win.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's true.
0: (laughs) So find
4: find that thing. It's a skill, a talent. Maybe it's something that you have like baking, whatever that is. Like, again, (laughs) it's hard to quantify on Instagram how good you're going to feel about yourself in that way but those little things
0: a personality is way more important to me than looks at this point in every person but it
4: gives you an inherent sense of confidence when you find whatever that is that you're really great at or that you really love you'll realize it's less about your looks because you were just looking for something to give you that confidence boost yeah and then you realize oh i was investing energy in this wrong thing like think of all this time and energy you're putting into Wishing you looked like this person so this person might like you. Take that yeah. energy, invest it into something that you can physically put your finger on that, like, oh, this makes me feel good and other people appreciate it. And you're going to realize, like, oh, I actually don't care that much that I don't look like this woman.
3: Yeah that's really great advice
4: great well it's true it's just like fucking find something i'm doing that right now it's hard and
3: pat yourself
0: on the back every time you do add something like you know if you have a good time with your girlfriends and you were a big part of that you know go like way to go you know like remember to tell yourself why you're valuable do you work
3: I just graduated college, so I'm Congratulations. unemployed. <laughs> oh,
0: that's also awesome <laughs> that you just graduated college. Give yourself a pat on the back for that girl. I didn't even get that Thank far. Thank you.
4: Which means you Thank have you. a lot of fucking time yeah. to figure it out. Everything <laughs> yeah. seems like imminent right now. Like I have to figure this out. It's not. There's a a lot of time left.
0: Yeah, but, you know, it is an inside job. Like, your confidence is up to you. It's an inside job, as my psychiatrist, Dan, always tells me everything is. Like, it's whatever mental story you're going to tell yourself every single day. And you have to get into the habit of telling yourself why you're valuable and that it's not dependent on your looks.
3: It's not all physical. No. No,
4: it's such a minor part. It seems like it's the only part, but it's not.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's not just the celebrities. Like, I can't help but compare myself to my friends.
4: But remember, everyone is doing that. So someone is doing that to you. Someone you're encountering throughout your day is saying, like, I wish I looked like that girl. Like, I wish I had her laugh, her teeth, whatever it is. Mm
3: -hmm.
4: It, It is a constant revolving wheel of comparisons.
3: Do you have a sister? I do. I
0: have an older sister. Okay. Are you guys tight? No. (laughs) Oh, okay.
4: Where were you going (laughs) with that, sweetheart?
0: Well, I was just going to say like when I get a little distracted by like what's important and what isn't, I remind myself to think about if I would allow this to happen to my sister. Would I allow my sister to go through the day beating herself up about her looks? No, I Mm -hmm. wouldn't. So I was going to say to you to think of someone in your life that you really care about and how you would feel if they were treating themselves like this. Like a daughter or a niece or, you know, someone. Your best friend. Yeah, one of your best best friends. friends. Like you don't want anyone to feel this way. You don't want, you want to be empowered and emboldened as a woman and as an example for other women in your life.
3: Right. I mean, it is true. Like, also, personality affects so much of what you see as beautiful people. Because if someone's beautiful and they're a shitty person, you don't think that they're attractive anymore. Exactly. Well, and let me tell
4: you, if you had a confidence to walk up to that bouncer or security at the bar with an authority, like you were going to get in, he probably would have <laughs> yeah. fucking let you in. It's just like that Amy Schumer movie. Like, it's all about your perception. So if you come off like, no, I'm like, I am hot. I look fucking hot. I feel hot. Like, that's what people are going to see when you're perceiving yourself in a certain way it can challenge what people think of you because it's just the energy you're putting off. So go into tomorrow with a different mentality of how you're going to look at yourself in the mirror through other people's lenses. And I'm sure you're going to see an adjustment.
3: Yeah, like confidence is hot. Confidence is the
4: hottest thing. Yes, it's the sexiest thing. thing.
0: So grab onto that. Write a fucking note to yourself. Put confidence right next to your nightstand so when you wake up every morning, you're like, okay, copy that. And then carry it around with you.
3: All right. I'll put it on my mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Put it on your mirror.
0: Yeah. With a picture of me next to it with a thumbs up.
3: Yeah. That's what I'll put. That's okay. I love that. I'll see that every day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All and right. then Re- remember confidence.
4: Report back, Charlotte. Let us know how it's going. I in a will. Few months.
0: Do you have a boyfriend? No. Mm hmm. OK. No, I don't want that. OK. Oh, you
4: don't. Well, well that, there that's you go. Your choice. Th- that's
3: confidence right there. There we go. OK. All
4: right. Bye, Charlotte. Problem solved. All right.
0: Thank
3: you so much. This was so great. Bye, Charlotte.
0: Bye.
4: She was cute.
0: Yeah. Another cutie patootie.
4: <sighs> the confidence issues that, yeah, that people place be a, on women. Yeah, a very
0: pervasive issue. And especially, like, younger girls, it's real bad out there, huh?
4: Aren't you so glad that you didn't grow up with social media dictating just so your worth?
0: I'm so glad I don't have a child. I am so glad I don't have a daughter that needs to be raised. Or that needs confidence instilled in her. Or that I have to watch a girl, like, go through heartbreak, or mm-hmm. I couldn't...
4: When do you feel you're most confident? I don't know. I, actually, I have multiple parts to this. Like, when do you feel sexiest?
0: Well, I mean, it helps to be, like, in hair and makeup, you mm-hmm. know? Like, and out and about, and in a nice outfit, and, like, where you're dressed up. You know, I'm not going to get dressed up on my own. So that's... half the time I feel the most confidence when I'm working, and I have to be in hair and makeup. And I'm appearing on, like, a talk show or... Okay, working. but so let's
4: split that up. Is that when you feel your sexiest oh. or most confident? Or do you feel like those are one and the same? Because that's women are conditioned to believe that their most confident should be when they feel the sexiest. There are so many perspectives to take on this, but yeah, I'm sure that the hair and makeup, you do feel sexy because you feel put together, you feel presentable. Some women feel sexy. I think sexiest. I feel
0: sexy when I'm having sex. That's when I feel sexy. And when I, I'm having sex with somebody, that's sexy.
4: And I feel like, not to put a man's perspective on what you feel, but there's a certain confidence I see in you when you're skiing and you're completely covered. You can't see any part of your body, but you are on the mountain. There is like a confidence that I see in you that you know that you can do anything. You're willing to try anything.
0: Thank you, Brandon.
4: You're welcome. That's what I was saying to Charlotte. I feel like there's a skill or a talent, or there's there's so many other ways to feel sexy. Feel sexy, feel confident, feel. Like you have something of value or worth. Well, I
0: think competence is uh, has a lot to do with confidence, you know, for women. Mm -hmm. It's like when we feel competent in an area, we feel very confident in that area. Whereas men feel competent and confident when they shouldn't
4: most of the time. Yeah.
0: So I think women, it's a game because or it's not a game it's almost like there's been this number done on all women you know believing that we have to like live up to these expectations and i'm just as guilty as the next girl for buying into all that shit so we do care a lot about the way we look i mean when i see you stressing out about your looks it's funny to me or like you know your diet or whatever i'm like oh my god i can't believe that but gay men are just like women like with in terms of their vanity i've been sitting
4: here the entire time we have been recording some of these to see what it might look like for video and there were single frames of each of us, and there was a shot of me, and the camera is crystal clear. And I hated that. It's all I've been thinking about What about what the shot?
0: I, yeah, right, oh, yeah.
4: It, like, it stresses me out, oh, just thinking yeah. about, like, I don't yeah, want that yeah. single shot going anywhere. Like, I looked like shit.
0: Yeah, well, so did I, so we're even. So we both can wallow well, so in ourself pity. so now we know we're pity. gonna
4: lose those.
0: So now we'll do a double shot. We, we'd this all, is our double shot.
4: We don't like Polaroids being taken from now on, because everyone looks good in a Polaroid. <laughs>
0: I like a, to look blown out. Is yeah. what I like to look so and, that you and can... not
4: blown out like some of these women with the filters, where it's like, where do your eyes begin and your cheeks end? None of it makes sense. You're just a potato.
3: Mm, That's yeah. who we should have
4: call in. A potato. Your little potato. Your nephew. Oh,
0: potato! Uh, potato's not going to be a little potato anymore. And he's not going to sit in my lap next summer. I bet.
4: It seems like he is. Uh, he he's a-, a sprouting potato. Yeah,
0: he's going to be a he's going to be an adolescent potato soon, and then it's going to be no more funny stuff. How old is he? 12? Potato?
4: 13? He's going to be 13 this summer? It's over. Goodbye, Potato.
0: And for those of you who don't know Potato, that's my nephew, who I just got a very troubling picture from my sister, or my brother, because it's his son, where he looks like he's about fucking 25, and he was 11 last year, and a baby, and still sat on top of me. They hit an age where they will no longer sit with you in that way. And I missed it. It happened during COVID, and I missed it. So that was my last baby. We have one other baby in the family, Russell, but he never sits with me. This <sighs> so it's just like Bert and Bernice all over again.
4: All right, well, we've gotten into quite a bit today, so why don't we take a quick break and we'll be right back.
0: Okay, sounds good Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. So go to books.com and use promo code CHELSEA, C-H-E-L-S-E-A, for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code CHELSEA. We all know how important it is to get a good night's sleep. I know that if I don't sleep for eight hours a night, I am not a sharp. hi it's Chelsea here if you've noticed that your hair isn't looking as full as it used to Zion health is here to help Zion stands out as the experts in men's and women's hair loss treatments I didn't realize that up to 50% of women struggle with hair loss which is weird because we need to be talking about that more. Zion has treatments for all stages of life, including for hair loss due to menopause or pregnancy. Zion offers medicated and non-medicated solutions that are developed by dermatologists to maximize the growth and density of your hair. Getting a prescription is simple. Their online consultation platform gives you convenient access to personalized treatment plans. Hair loss gets more and more difficult to treat the longer you wait, so seek help with them soon. Visit xyonhealth.com to get
2: started. That's xyonhealth.com. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky, smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at ConairGirlBomb.com or a retailer near you.
0: needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July
5: 31st.
4: Hello, Sarah from West Virginia, age 34. She is an environmental biologist. She writes,
5: Dear Chelsea, what advice do you have for people with social anxiety, where you struggle with going out in public places, having to be a leader role at work, Or working with people you don't know well or even in the case of healthy living with having social anxiety to go run or bike in public or even the gym sincerely the anxiety chick who had anxiety writing this
4: i know that feeling you know who else has this feeling Kim Basinger. She has terrible social anxiety.
5: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah,
4: she does. She has a phobia of groups.
0: You know, there's something called propranolol that's a beta blocker. You have to get a prescription from your doctor, but you should talk to your doctor about propranolol or any other beta blocker, because that will be the first step to you to kind of ease your nervousness. And it will just kind of, like... It it just does something to your brain where it kind of blocks off the pathways that send the message to your brain that you are going to be nervous. It stops that. However, your nervousness could present, like if you get dry mouth or you have shaky leg or whatever. There are multiple ways. You should talk to your doctor about a beta blocker because that helps so many people.
4: Tara's on the phone. Did you realize? Oh, that she- sorry. Oh, so, hi Sometimes, Sarah. sometimes I know. sweetheart sometimes Hello. sweetheart forgets that people forget. come sometimes right people and
5: are calling I was just enjoying listening. It was, you know, yeah. just hi. listening.
0: What state are you in, Sarah? West Virginia. Oh, so you guys don't have legalized cannabis there. We do not. Okay. So, do you have a local GP that you could talk to about a beta blocker?
5: I do, but I do take a beta maybe a beta blocker. I take Zoloft.
0: Well, that's for anxiety. Or that's for depression.
5: Right. And I also take Welbutrin for that. So it's a mix.
0: So Zoloft and Welbutrin, though, are for depression, both of them. So it is worth talking to your doctor about him prescribing you a beta blocker because I have heard some people have had not great side effects. Like it kind of turns them into a zombie, blah, blah, blah. For me, it's exactly what I needed. I had a shaky leg syndrome period, which was very weird and unsettling since I stand up for a fucking living. So I take propranolol before I go on stage. I take a half of one. I don't really need to take it, but I I take it because it's an insurance policy for me that I'm not going to get. You know what it also helps me with? Not talking so fast, Mm. because that is a big problem of mine, is talking where I'm winded and I have to slow it down. And I'm sure it's also very frustrating for the people that listen to this podcast when I talk fast. So my apologies. I am working on it. And please remember that we're not fucking doctors. I know I sound like one because I have a lot of medical experience in my own experience. And of course, I'm illegally prescribing things to my friends and family. But you cannot listen to me and then say Chelsea said this was a great idea. You kind of have to talk to someone else in between that. So you know what I mean? You can't you can't listen to me and go, I said because there are people that will do that. And I'm telling you not to. So if you're listening to this podcast, you must like me, right? And want to listen to me? I mean, you know, you don't have to listen to me, but seriously listen to me. For instance, I had very bad anxiety. And I took one propranolol before I publicly spoke for like a week. Then I took a half. And now every once in a while I take a half if I feel it. So you don't, you're don't, you not on it for a long period of time, but it's a good transitional prescription I think
5: or something that takes the edge off well hopefully. I don't you don't want to take
0: the edge off too much right because you want to be there so you want to kind of be able to conquer your anxiety without relying on too much medication right
4: and it's not something that you feel in the way like having a cocktail or like an edible or canvas where you can feel it take the edge off when you take it I've taken one before I gave my partner one he took it before officiating my sister's wedding. So it really just kind of puts you in a state where you don't even realize there's been a change, but your heart rate's slower. You just feel a little bit easier in the situation. Yeah.
0: And then I think what, what I would say to you is to try that for a while and then you can all of a sudden just start parsing it in half. It's just about training your brain not to have that anxiety inducement. So like, how does your anxiety present when you are anxious and you go to like a social gathering?
5: my heart feels like it's going to be out of my chest a lot of times if i even go that's the part right there usually i just don't even go i try to think of any excuse really like oh my cat is sick or you know i just try to think of excuses if i could even go but a lot of time it's sweating voice cracking dread of like, oh man, what if I say something wrong or bad or embarrassing?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So this is definitely going to help you. So you do have a GP, right? That you can talk to about this?
5: I do. I okay. Do.
0: Okay, great. And what other tools do you have in your arsenal to combat anxiety?
5: I try to have a lot of hobbies. That seems to kind of help because it helps with like fidgeting or something. So if you're know, waiting in a waiting room, I'm just like, you know, I'll just go and fidget with something or I'll a puzzle you know just like little brain game type things it just keeps my mind busy but really that's my main outlet you know and do you just... meditate
0: or anything like that i do not oh well then there you go that's another thing you can do that's going to help you right away if you start like go on a headspace or go on a calm whoever voice you like better and or go on to like deepak chopra one of these apps it sounds annoying but it helps calm your brain down. So meditation as an elixir to anxiety works for sure. First of all, you should get into the practice of meditating because no one's ever started meditating and then said that sucked. I'm worse. No one says that. So if you can get into the habit, just try five minutes, three minutes, little times every morning, just get into the habit of meditation. It doesn't matter how long you do it for. And then use it Because there are specific ones on all of these apps. If it's for anxiety, if it's for going into a social environment, if it's for and you use that just to calm your breath down before you're entering one of these things that makes you nervous to literally just take the time of breathing in and breathing out for three to five minutes on one of these apps. And that will help you immensely. Meditation is just that's exactly what it's for is people with anxiety.
5: It sounds great, too, because it's more natural. So you don't have to worry about relying on anything other than just like. Your inner self, really. So that would be probably the best starter for me right now, too. That sounds great. Yeah.
0: And do you sleep well?
5: I actually do sleep well until there's like a big event coming up. Then I just think about all the things that will go wrong and then I won't sleep well. Yeah. And I'll have dreams about it, things like that.
4: What do you do for work, Sarah?
5: So I am an environmental consultant or a biologist, which means I go and catch, you know, endangered species and move them out of places. So if you wanted to build like a Walgreens or something, I would be in there. And I would go save the tortoise that was there, or I would net the bats that were there. You have venomous snakes. I'll remove your venomous snakes. I do things like that.
0: So, the venomous snakes are on the site that they're going to build the
4: Walgreens. <laughs> her, her mind is only going it, to the snakes. I fucking hate I mean, snakes. We're in West Virginia, you know, it could happen.
0: So, you basically go and remove whatever's blocked. I mean, you're not going into a Walgreens no. and getting the venomous snake, right? They no, don't no, no, sell no. snakes so, there, do they? now?
5: It's like pre, it's all pre construction. <laughs> no, it's so, not a pal- pal. Okay, okay, Yeah, okay. So, if God, there's oh, any type scary. of threatened endangered species, we go pre wise and I'll like mark all the t- tortoise burrows. So, hopefully, no one will, I'll scope it and make sure there's no, nobody home if there is. We try to move it somewhere so it won't be destroyed or find ways that they can go around it.
0: OK, so you know what another good thing is, because is, you seem very confident when you're talking about your work. When you're in a situation, a social situation, you should choose the things that you have the most confidence and competency about when you're talking to people. And that way you're not going to say anything stupid. You're going to be talking about your work, which is very interesting. How often do we meet a biologist, Brandon? Never.
4: You're our first. Yeah.
5: No, that's, that's really smart. I'd never even thought that's, thank you. And Um. people
4: love animals. So you can leverage this one thing that you know so much about. Who wants to turn down a conversation about fucking animals? Really nobody. Someone's got a cat video they want to show you. Yeah. And if they do, they're a
0: fucking asshole anyway. You don't want
4: to be in that conversation, but there is a certain level. Like I saw that immediately. As soon as you start talking about work, that your demeanor kind of changed, that your voice changed. And so I'm sure that you have that inside of you, that level of confidence with things outside of maybe your purview or your interests but also so much of a conversation or an interaction with people is listening most people want to talk about themselves so you can just let that conversation go people won't shut the fuck up so you can just be there and listen nod your head it relieves the pressure from you and one thing that i used to do because i had like group anxiety is i would go and introduce myself to everybody And it gave me like a sense of control where it was like you just made this face it was like oh that's so uncomfortable it was really uncomfortable but when i would go to a party i would kind of retreat and like not talk to anyone or like only talk to who i came with and as soon as i started forcing myself to like introduce myself or compliment someone on what they were wearing to kind of break that ice i felt like i had more control of myself in that scenario where being in that group setting didn't feel like i was so isolated and alone it's like oh i've already talked to half the people here now i don't feel the pressure
5: Yeah, I mean, I always like to try to challenge myself anyway, so.
0: Well, that's good. That's what you should do. You should go in so that you're controlling the situation. The situation isn't controlling you.
5: Yeah, that's solid advice. You're right. It's, It's nice to hear it from a different perspective. Be like, oh, yeah, it makes perfect sense hearing it.
0: Yeah, and don't sit and hide away from people. Look how adorable you are. People will need to know you and to meet you. And this is it. Like, yeah, this is our life. Have fun. And you'd be amazed how easy it is to get over the little things that kind of hold us back for so much. You know, if you just start giving yourself those regular challenges, even more so than you already have been doing, I think you'll see results really quickly. And you'll start to notice that you feel more calm in this situation. And you have this meditation. You can use that. And if worst case scenario, like if you want to go to your doctor and get a beta block, soccer try that out
5: yeah okay i mean here's a good challenge anyway i mean i'm talking to brandon and chelsea so that's right it's a pretty good challenge for the day i think
0: all right well that's the three of us make the a team you me brandon
4: keep us posted sarah
5: thanks sarah thank you so much you're
0: welcome so much have fun at your next party oh yeah (laughs) maybe
4: she's going right now who knows yeah bye sarah
0: thank
5: you
4: sweetheart how do you feel about the advice given today
0: I feel like a lot of people are taking this very seriously, including us. And I think that's good. I didn't say taking ourselves very seriously, if you noticed. I said taking this very seriously. So, I mean, you could take or leave our advice, really. It doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. What matters is that we're here and available to give it.
4: I think she may leave the propranolol, but for anyone else listening. I just think people should leverage it. If it's not like Oxy... It's, you know, there are things that have been created to really help enhance the way you go through life. And propanol is one of them. Uh, It it is great. We had to have a difficult conversation one time. Oh, this is right after I painted your deck black. Mm. For anyone who doesn't know, I don't know how you wouldn't because she talked about it everywhere. But I made a little whoopsie and we had to have a really tough conversation.
0: He Uh, painted my entire deck black, shiny black. So the dogs couldn't even walk on it because their paws would burn.
4: Yeah, it was shiny, like a... Veneer, like a,
0: like a veneer.
4: Like a 90s porn set.
0: Yeah, it was just not the color that, A, it's too hot to step on, so that's not going to work. B, it was really hard to look at.
4: Yeah, it was an cream. Compared to the
0: rest of my house, which was brown.
4: Well, and beautiful. But anyway, so the point of that was we had to have a tough conversation, and I knew we were going to have to have it, and mm. I knew there were both things that we wanted to say, mm. and I took a propranol right before that. Mm. And... We got through that conversation because it wasn't emotive. It was just facts from both of our sides. And that was one of those times where I was like, see, this is exactly why something like this exists. Right. Because you just need to get through it.
0: Right. Have a great weekend, I guess. Yeah.
4: we Are going to go rollerblade? I think so. Okay.
0: I think it's time.
4: If you want any assistance with your partner, your best friend, really anything, you can write into DearChelseaProject at gmail.com. Dear at gmail.com.
2: Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women.
0: To learn more, visit naturesway.com/pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at checkout for 10% off any Pearls Probiotics. Terms and conditions apply, valid through July 31st.
4: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico,